0: Nice. So, so I want to ask you, what, what exactly is, is is a player's coach? Because because you're not a, a life coach, but you you refer to yourself as a player's coach. Well, what what is the what is the difference on that?
1: Well, I think that I think that when you see a player's coach is is something similar to what you saw in the life of a Magic Johnson. So you know Johnson comes from a, a great college career comes to the Lakers as a rookie Mm. starts to really learn the game from guys like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and others. And then probably towards the end of his career, the last three or four years, he kind of called himself a player coach, meaning Mm. he could still play the game, but he had been in the game long enough that while he's playing the game, he can coach. Mm. And uh, I think if you've been watching, um, the Michael Jordan special. Have you been watching any of this on ESPN?
0: No, uh, tell me, tell me about
1: it. I mean, that's been fantastic. I mean, it's, uh, it's been several years in the making and it's a, uh, it's a docu-series about the life of Michael Jordan. And again, you know, came up to North Carolina basketball, was a rookie, was a star. As he got a little older in his life, he played the, the game well still but he also learned a lot about coaching so I think I've been at this a long time I've been at it I've been coaching and speaking since I was 20 Mm -hmm. and I'm in my late 50s so I see myself as a player coach to me it's not about doing more or doing bigger 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 Mm -hmm. it's more about seeing guys like you develop that's what I'm interested in
0: uh, I want to ask you, uh, I know I know your story at the age of 12. Uh you kind of went through this this shift in mindset where you made the decision to say, you know what, I'm gonna be the man of the house, I'm gonna be the provider, I'm gonna take the lead of my family. Uh my my question is is like as a parent, how can we, you know, em- embrace that into our children without having them to go through that. Pain, because it seems like you people change through like uh, a pain, some kind of tragedy, something that makes them want to change. But as parents, it's it's kind of hard to make kids change. Ha-ha. Yeah, do you have any advice no about it?
1: Yeah, I think that the 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 model that that people are looking for when mm-hmm. when people think about the dream. So when I think about the dream because I have a worldwide perspective, I've been to 75 countries of the world. And some of those countries I've been to over 50 times. So I don't consider myself just a US citizen. I am a, I'm, a, I'm a worldwide citizen. I, I've learned so much from Spain. I've learned so much from Venezuela. I've learned so much from Norway. I've learned so much from Australia. I've been to South Africa, I think maybe 25 times. So, you know, you learn a lot. So in in any culture, what I find is that um, if you have a husband and you have a wife or a man and a woman Mm -hmm. in the house, and they are doing three things, guiding the family, which is direction, guarding the family, which is protection, Mm -hmm. and governing the family, which is administration, it gives the children a better chance. Doesn't mean they're gonna make it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even mean mean they're gonna do well, but it gives them a better chance. So so let's say though, that maybe your parents get divorced or somebody dies, or you never knew your dad, never knew your mother, Mm -hmm. people can still do okay. Mm -hmm. Because the mother can then be the one that guides, guards, and governance and so what you are referring to when i was 12 i told my mother because i saw her i saw her suffering working a lot of hours at winchell's donut shop i said when i get older i got your back and i'm going to help take care of you and i was right and that's what i did Mm -hmm. because i think that everybody needs um they need incentive my incentive has never been to be the biggest and the best and the greatest. Now, am I pretty doggone good at what I do? Yes, but that was never my goal. My goal was to help provide for my
0: mom. Did did uh like I know whenever you went on that path to 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 be you know to be right there by your mom uh, when when you got introduced to Mother Teresa and her philosophy of thinking uh, how did that like change the direction in your life? Cause that, cause that, that's a, you know, the reason why I say that is because, you know, when growing up, I, I didn't really know about service above self and about helping others. And I know that's kind of the story of mother Teresa. And whenever I, whenever I discovered that, it gave me a different perspective on life. So how did mother Teresa change your life and, and change direction? Yeah, what happened, what happened with me <clears throat> is that sports, sports
1: began to be a big role in my life. There was a guy named um, David Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. When we had moved Compton to Whittier, uh, we, we moved by uh, Pioneer High School in Whittier. And there was a guy that was older than me named David Gonzalez, and he was an amazing baseball player. So let's say when I was seven, Uh, David was already like let's say 13 Mm -hmm. and so man he's a guy that taught me how to get down on the ball Uh, he he had like a bat boom and boom I just boom boom and just taught me how to throw the ball and taught me how to throw a football from behind my ear so I was already becoming like a little phenom at seven eight and nine I remember when I went out for tryouts as an eight-year-old to play because they were going to choose the teams at Whittier, the coaches were like, where the heck did this kid come from? Because this David Gonzalez was so good. Mm. He taught me the fundamentals of baseball, football, and basketball. So I was into um, sports. Sports played a a big role in my life and uh, taught me how to be a team player, et cetera. But then, when I was in high school, there was a girl, and she was reading this book, and it said, "The life of Mother Teresa." You know, so I, I asked her what that was about. She told me about that she was Catholic. She said, and that this Mother Teresa had helped all these orphans. I started asking her questions. Uh, it was, it was. Uh, we were waiting for the teacher to show up, and so I started dialoguing. I noticed the n- next day at school while she's waiting for the teacher to show up, she's reading the book again. So she says, you seem interested in this. She goes, if you want to, when I'm done with the book, you could read it. I said, okay. So you gotta remember, I'm an athlete, athletic kid, not thinking about being a humanitarian, uh, not thinking about a nun. I read this book of what Mother Teresa did for the orphans And man, something clicked. I said, that's what I want to do. I want to help the underdog. It wasn't necessarily the orphans. I want to help the underdog. And so I, I later on enlisted myself in the seminary. I went on to get a doctorate in world religion. And that's what took me to 75 countries of the world, is lifting up hurting people, as I continue to do today. That's what I love to do.
0: Well, it's a pretty awesome story. I didn't, you know, there, there's a lot of, I guess you, you put in a lot of work, uh, behind that. It wasn't just, it, you didn't just read the book and decided to go in that direction. Like you actually invested the years in understanding the true meaning of what she stood for and all that. So give you a lot of respect for that. Uh, I, w- I want to ask you, um, uh, you, you speak a lot on, on meditation and like tapping into your spirit. Uh, what what is the actual proper way of meditating? Because you know, I guess there's a lot of information out there about meditation and what what what, what works for you and what do you suggest like uh, getting you know getting to a, a state of meditation and I guess you know self centeredness. I guess.
1: Yeah, I think number one, um, your prior question was a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, And the reason I want to say that is because what you did is that you said to me that with Mother Teresa, I I didn't just read the book and then go try to be her. Mm -hmm. I actually went to college and learned and served and helped and did not look for applause. I I didn't know that it was going to lead me to being one of the youngest men in the history of America to speak to the U.S. Congress on what was going on in America in our inner cities, I didn't know it was gonna lead to working with Robert Downey Jr. in prison reform. I never saw all that coming. But that was a great look, observation by you to point out that once you have the vision, you then have to work the vision, okay? Yeah. All right. So. Let's go now to number two, about this idea of meditation. Um, Meditation is is more about being still, being still, being Mm. at peace. And so I know a lot about this subject because I've been studying it for 30 years. Mm. And here's the idea. You are a human being, not a human doing. Mm. What most people are is human doings but they're really human beings. A human doing wakes up every day thinking, what do I have to do? That's not what I do. I'm a human being. So I've I've been made in the image of God and so have you. So as a person made in the image of God, is that the reason he put mankind on earth is to live as human beings. Fully present, Mm. fully feeling, fully alive. So you need to be alive in your life. Now catch this, because I could could help you forever. Mm. What the world is saying is, dude, I'm on my grind, it's 4 a.m., I'm on my grind. And to me, it's like if somebody dropped four rabbits and they're chasing down those four rabbits, One thing you're gonna learn about me, man, I've been going since 5 a.m. this morning. Look how chill I am. I'm running companies, I'm doing plays, I'm doing movies, I'm doing books. I just interviewed Grant Cardone Sunday night. Last Sunday night, I interviewed Deepak Chopra. I'm doing projects with Oprah Winfrey. Look how chill I am. I'm not a human doing. I'm a human being. So right now I am talking to somebody who is just as important as me. You're a son of God and I'm a son of God. So I am right here in the moment being. So meditation to me is not just being still and just focusing on things. Meditation to me is, is being still, but you gotta focus on the right things. Mm-hmm. And so I like to focus on being grateful. I like to I like to think about these things like I may not be what I want to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be. <laughs> Doing meditation, I like to also be grateful and thankful for my family. But I want to go from meditation and gratefulness and being thankful to prayer and petition, which is thank you, God, for my mom. Thank you, God, for opening doors for my mom. Thank you, God, for this COVID-19, that it would not continue to be what it is today. Thank you, God, that you're a miracle-working God. So I go from meditation to petition, which is prayer.
0: And, and is that is that is that when you prepare your mind like, uh, for, for example, like uh, I've heard you speak when when you say, you know, I I I knew I was going to be here today. I knew that I was going to you know be doing th- this play. I knew that I was going to be working with these actors. Like I already knew it years back. During meditation, is that when you kind of uh, visualize, you know what your future is going to be and just kind of act on that daily.
1: Again, great observation. I, I, I learned a lot about my present and my future by being still. Mm -hmm. Most people aren't still enough to hear the play. I remember when I was a kid playing pop Warner football. So I was 12 and I was a quarterback. And there was a guy named Lance, and he didn't get to play much, but he was a cool kid. And so Lance comes in, and he's supposed to tell me the play. And it was a big moment. I go, Lance, what's the play? And he goes, he goes, I forgot. I go, Lance, you forgot. He goes, I'm just so excited to be in the game. I go, don't worry about it. I'll call a good play. (laughs) But I thought that was so funny. Lance was so excited to be in the game, he forgot to play. So I, I think that most people, they are in the game, but they, they don't know the play. And so what happens is that when you're still, I believe that heaven downloads things. Like before I became friends with Magic Johnson, I knew it. I knew I was gonna. Before I uh, became friends with Kanye West, I'm not joking with you, I knew it. The way, the way I met Kanye about 15 years ago, I was on an airplane and uh, there was one seat left in first class. Mm-hmm. I saw this big bodyguard come rolling through and I thought it was Britney Spears' bodyguard because I had seen Britney Spears with that guy before. And sure enough, it was not Britney Spears, it was Kanye rolling through. This is about 15 years ago and he came through and he sat down right next to me, and um, I gave him space. he gave me space for about fifteen minutes, and then we talked for five hours straight, and then became best of friends since then. Now, I knew that was going to happen before it happened, and you say, "Well, how'd you know that Because I was watching him one time, and i thought, i don't know why, but i think I'm, I think I'm going to be friends with that guy so that's why it's important for people to slow down to the speed of life because life will start showing you where you're headed before
0: you even go This is very real yeah. very real yeah the, re- the reason why I asked that is because i i I always like have this big imagination and I always have this big uh, way of thinking and uh, like for example you know like like today, like, like I was on the phone earlier, earlier with uh, Albert Preciado and, and I, it, it felt normal. Like, yeah. you know, last week I, I was talking to a uh, uh, coach Bert and, and and I enjoy it. Like it just feels so normal. And, uh, and, and I guess I, 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 the reason why I ask is I, I put myself in that state of mind where I, where it almost feels like normal and I, I don't, it's almost like a like a futuristic kind of fantasy thinking, but can no, that, that make that makes sense? But
1: let's let's up with Albert Preciado. Yeah. Number one, great guy. And as you know, that's my great friend. Yes. And Coach Burt just texts me about three hours ago. And me and him are doing a new tour together mm. called the Comeback Tour. And I'm so proud of Albert and what he's doing. But but, but what, but, what you are doing, and you're only how old what's your age now? I'm oh, forty, okay, that's young, yeah, so what you're doing at your age is you're getting us to stop and pay attention mm-hmm. because the the challenge when you get busier and start to do well is I don't have time, mm-hmm. you know, there was a time that I was getting. Um, over 1,500 speaking engagements a year. And it's still a ton. But at one point, it was 1,500 a year. I can't speak that many places. There's only 52 weeks in, in the year. So and now it's the same with podcasts and people asking us to be on. And a lot of it's because of my message. It's not because I'm so great. But I am the best at the comeback. Someone's in a setback. I cannot be beat. So right now the world's in a comeback. So looking for me to talk. So the reason we did yours is because my guy Joseph looked you up, said you're a cool guy, like where you're coming from. So here I am in the afternoon, taking my afternoon, chopping it up with you because you got it. I appreciate and that. And so, but but you got to say to yourself. Okay, so if Coach Bird's paying attention, if our Preciado's paying attention, if Tim Story's paying attention, then God, I don't think it's by accident that you're letting me be around these types of people mm-hmm. unless I was going to be that type of person myself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. It because Because God doesn't waste anything. Mm-hmm. So... You're gonna watch, the the more you get around powerful women and powerful men, if they're smart, Mm -hmm. their circle is very small, if they're smart. Mm -hmm.
0: That's powerful, that's powerful stuff right there. I appreciate that, I I really appreciate that. Uh, I wanna ask you as, uh, I also read and heard you speak about uh, being able to reprogram yourself And I know, um, you know, there might be some people struggling and and I, you know, I come from that, that place. I I, I had to actually reprogram myself years back, but what, what, I don't even remember how I did it. Actually, I just, I I guess I just kept consuming information and information and it just, you know, grew on me. But what, what are, what are some advice or what are some tips that we can give some people that are, that, you know, want to reprogram themselves?
1: Yeah, I think that because of you know, like a lot of the guys that write these best-selling books are my friends, mm-hmm. and um, I think that I think we can learn from books. But I, I see the books as vitamins. Mm-hmm. I think the place of my main nutrition comes from the Psalms, the Proverbs, and if I could challenge you as a young man, and you may be doing this already if you read one proverb every day, which is old Testament left side of your Bible, Mm -hmm. you're going to gain wisdom. Proverbs chapter two says, when you get wisdom and get understanding, okay, Mm -hmm. then it says it'll open up new doors in your life. And I'm a person that moves like never before in wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't just jump after things and I get big things offered to me that I will, I will wait and say, no, let me, let me, let me look at it and go like, why this is big because it could take me off my track. And so if I was coaching you, get into Proverbs, read one proverb a day. There's 31 Proverbs, read one every day, feed your faith, starve your doubt, feed your faith, starve your doubt. Start watching Tim's story on the Congregation Church website, congregationchurch.com every Sunday morning. I, I lead a church, and I take no salary. It's a, a church that does very well, and I will never take a salary from the church. I do it as a give back. Let me teach you on how to move forward. Let that be your main nutrients and then all these other books, let them be your vitamins. Because I think that a lot of people are, are using all these other books and they're only vitamins. They're, they're not like really feeding the soul. You need soul food. Mm. I operate on
0: soul food. So soul food is, is, is actually going back to, to, uh, to the Bible and, and getting that, that, that knowledge from there. Well, soul
1: food to me yeah, what that is mean? that if somebody believes that they are a child of God, mm-hmm. then, then God is my source. Mm-hmm. The God is my source. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not out here uh, by myself. He didn't give me a plan and then go, all right, little Timmy, go figure it out. Dude, God is my source <laughs> of strength. That's powerful stuff. That's why I don't I don't fear too much. I really
0: don't. I really don't. So it because, is. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Do, do you do you think uh, like fear fear is not not true? Like fear is just something that that we can we can not have. Fear is fear is real, and you should fear some things. I fear sharks.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going in a shark tank. I'm not going to let them down, Have them let me down, and you know, like you see in these movies and stuff, right. and let the sharks start popping. <laughs> I, I, I feel sharks when I was a kid, and my Latin uh, Diaz used to uh, uh, talk to me about the Kukui. And then the woman that drowned her baby—that scared me too. <laughs> no, so 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 fear is real. It depends on how you handle the fear. Mm, that's true. But fear, fear is real. Fear is is very
0: real. It's how you handle the fear. Well, what are so? How do you handle your fear? What what, do, what do you? What are your thoughts on that? First of all, I got to f- figure out what I fear. Mm-hmm.
1: So let's say, um, right now people have lost their jobs. Okay. So some people have lost their jobs. So then they, maybe they fear, Oh man, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my house payment? Okay. That that's real.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or my, my daughter's not doing so well. That's, that's a real fear or, Oh man, this is weird. My, my body's not acting right. That could be a, a real fear. Mm-hmm. So depending on the fear what I want to do is I want to get educated on the thing that's causing me fear. And then I need to build my faith. So if, if there's something that makes me afraid, I'm going to get educated and then I'm going to build my faith. I want to find out if the God that I serve is bigger than the thing I fear. Yeah. And I believe that the God that I serve is bigger than what I fear. And, and, and here's the thing you're going to learn about me, okay? Like, you know, most of the celebrities I that I life coach, which is over 300 people, I am not always talking spirituality to them. You see me talking more spirituality to you today just because I believe this is what the world needs to hear right now. Yes. The world needs some answers that are bigger than mankind. Mm-hmm. Mankind, man, ain't getting, is not going to get us through COVID-19. Mm-hmm.
0: We need some supernatural wisdom, and that's what I'm popping off. That's so true. I, I, that's so true. Because right now with, with, the, with the COVID-19, there's so much misleading information, and I think it puts people more in a panic but whenever you can just speak the word and uh, because the word is true. The, the word is true, so you, you can't go wrong with that. It's so powerful. No, and,
1: and, the, and the reality is, is that, watch this. So someone could say, well, I tried, I tried the things of God and it didn't work. Well, mm-hmm. I could feel that way too. I had a sister that got in a car accident. She was only 20 at the time and she was in a coma for eight days beautiful sister, my sister. And we prayed for her and she still died. So it would, I could easily say, oh man, we, were, we had faith and she still died. You know, a lot of bad things happen to good people that had faith. Now you say, well, why does that happen? Sometimes there's something called the miscellaneous department. We just don't understand. It's, it's baffling, it's bewildering. We don't get it, but I still trust him. Uh-huh. I still trust him. I don't know why it happened, but I still trust him. And that's a cool thing. Like I don't know about this about you. Do you have children? Yes. OK. So as a, as a father, it would be awesome that even if your kids didn't know where you're coming from, if they still trusted you, Uh you know, like, man, I don't know why dad just did that. I don't know why he did this or Uh why he didn't let us do that. So I, I, I trust God, not blindly, but I trust him because I have a relationship with him, but I don't understand everything that happens on this planet. Uh But I do know that the ways of God do work and they brought me a lot of strength and they brought me a lot of peace and they brought me life. I'm alive, that's what I am,
0: yeah. I'm alive. It's powerful stuff. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to go back real quick uh, and ask you uh, about your, your way of uh, educating yourself, you're studying. Uh, you, don't, you don't just pick up a book and, and read it or you just don't Google something. You actually spend countless hours over the subject. You have, uh, yeah. you pay people to research. Uh, how long have you been doing that and and how 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 much has that accelerated your you know knowledge because since i was since I was about twenty years of age so i 'm
1: just pulling out some things that are like right in front of me right now mm-hmm. so so just on, just on my table right now and i don 't want i don 't want you guys to go run out and get these books i 'm just showing you so Someone gave me this book. It's called Humans of New York. It's about different stories about people who are just like photographers took pictures of them. Yes. And then they found out about who these people are and what those struggles were and what they were going through. So I find that intriguing. Mm -hmm. And then this is another book how to move the fear and shame that stands between you and the life you are destined to live. There's another book. I won't even show it. I'm just telling you what I'm reading. And then I got the other book that I've read three times, multiple streams of income, how to generate a lifetime of unlimited wealth. Uh, I got a lot of people that I life coach going through that. But what, what I do is I pounce on a subject. So, I don't just study, like some guys that I coach, I'll say, what books are you reading? they go, oh, I'm reading four books right now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's not what I do. I like to read one book, finish it, one book, finish it, one book, finish it, but usually on the same subject. Okay. So I'll, I'll study one subject for like the whole month of May, uh-huh. or one subject for the whole month of June one subject on the, for the whole month of July. You say, why? Because what's gonna happen is that when I get a revelation of that subject, it's gonna lead to conviction. So if I'm studying about multiple streams of income for 30 straight days, right? And watching podcasts on that, and maybe documentaries, watch out. I'm gonna start becoming a beast. Yeah, And so that's, that's my style. And then you guys don't need to do this, but I do because I'm in so many situations where people expect good answers from me. I have to hire researchers. Mm. So if I, if I have a subject, let's say it's on clinical depression, I'll ask some psychologists bring me things on depression. Mm. Or if I have a subject on why people quit, I'll have People study on why people quit. So yes, I love to study. So when you see me speak, when you've seen me speak before, mm-hmm. for every thirty-minute message I speak, I've got at least fifteen hours of research into thirty minutes. Yeah, fifteen hours into thirty
0: minutes. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, what, what? What is your what is your like style of, of learning? Cause I know like, for example, myself, I had to do audiobooks first and then I started reading because that, that was kind of the way I learned faster. What, 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 what do you have yours? What is your, yours? I think everybody does it different. I think audiobooks
1: has become a great thing mm-hmm. cause you could be on the treadmill and you could be hearing, you yeah. could be on a walk, you could hear, run, hearing, cleaning the house, hearing. I love audiobooks. books, but um, on airplanes, predominantly I read books. Yeah, so there's something about holding a book in your hand and being able to mark it up. I like to mark things up still. Mm-hmm. And okay. then I'll go back and use some of that for messages. But mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of audiobooks and I'm also a big fan of the book that's, that's in my hand. But I'm a I'm a learner, um, and that's that's where, back to the beginning of this talk, I'm a player coach. Um, I get to do some fun stuff, as you know, but that's not where my mind is. My mind is making sure you're okay yeah. and then, uh, you know, helping guys like you come up and find your way.
0: Yeah, Tim, I appreciate our time. Uh, is there anything else you want to share? Uh, I know now's the time everybody needs uh, some words of encouragement. Uh, is there anything you you want to share?
1: Yeah, I think that the 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 main thing is is to realize that um, when you have a setback in anything, mm-hmm. it's so easy to want to sit in that setback mm-hmm. or settle. Please don't settle. To settle is to to live in the land of okay like okay well look what happened in my finances I guess I have to settle for the next two or three years don't please don't settle or you know I'm gonna get totally out of shape please don't settle or my family's just gonna be jacked up please don't settle while you're feeling the sting of your setback God's preparing your comeback so that's how I feel and then if you don't mind um I have a a thing I do on Monday nights where I just dialogue with people. Okay. It's called the World Shakers Network. Okay. The World Shakers Network, it's only $19 a month. Can you imagine that? I charge $1,000 an hour to life mm-hmm. coach with me and I have a line from here to Pocoima to do mm-hmm. that. And But you could, at $19 a month, every Monday night, I have a group of people that I just dialogue with and I go through the books that I'm reading. And right now I'm going through the 100 Traits of the Greats. And nice. so for more information, just go to um, Tim Story Official. So, okay. S-T-O-R-E-Y, Tim Official. Story Official. And maybe you can put that
0: up. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put, the, link, I'll put the links and everything on there. Uh, when, when's the next time you get, uh, when everything clears, are you coming back to Corpus? Well, what is your relationship with Corpus? Uh, I'm actually in Corpus. What is your relationship with Corpus Christi? Well, Corpus Christi, I
1: just I just text my good friend, mm-hmm. Pastor Pastor Steve, over at Solid Rock. Yeah, he's got a big great church. Out. A shout out to Pastor Steve. Yeah. big shout I just, out. I literally just texted him through um, social media just a second ago. So uh, I was scheduled to be in Corpus Christi, like right about now. Mm-hmm. but because of COVID I got to wait a few months. But as you know, when I'm there, they're standing all over the place. Yes. And so I'll be, I'll be back in Corpus, I think within six months, but I right. I, I like Corpus Christi. I love to stay right on the ocean there. Mm-hmm. I love all the nice little
0: restaurants and uh, I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> I, keep I, I, co- I, I, keep coming you. up. Yes. Yes. I, I'm working. I'm working. Uh, I think, I think, um, if we can, if we can, I think you said it best yourself. If we can, if we can change one life, uh, it'll, it'll have a ripple effect. So domino effect, I think that's the exact word you use. So, yes. um, so I appreciate your time, Tim. Uh, talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Good. Good talking to you. Good uh, job.